Betty. 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 Wait. Hey, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> See, Betty. <laughs> so you brought <laughs> snacks. Okay. Habanero lime kettle chips. New flavor. Okay. Excellent. Amazing. That sounds incredible. Does sound really, really good. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Ready? So, welcome to Slashes and Soups. And today, we are watching a movie that we both absolutely love. Yay! Graduation day! <laughs> love this movie, okay? We've been loving this movie ever since we were kids. Oh my god, I'm so excited. And uh, we've got a, a couple of uh, pertinent things for tonight's viewing. I believe that you have a uh, actual graduation sash. Yes, I do. And I've got my actual report card from a quarter of school that I just finished. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> That's so perfect. <laughs> we are in the spirit. Uh, yeah, we are. As a side note, I happen to have uh, passed all of my classes. So <laughs> definitely happy about that. And okay. I am happy to be reviewing this incredible movie. Oh, yay. I can't wait. When we watched this <laughs> the first, like during the mesmerized watch, it was insane. We were so excited. <laughs> it, it was as excited as we've ever been. Oh, yeah. I couldn't help but notice how these just keep getting better and better. Oh, my goodness. And we have some fun ones in store. So I'm pretty pumped. Let's go graduate. Yes. <laughs> We've got a cap and a gown. We're in a happen in town. Oh, I love it. I'm at six seconds. Okay. I'll do the countdown. <laughs> yeah. And uh, something a little different this time, too. So what oh, we my. have here is another one of our house bands, this movie. So that is a band that essentially only appears in this movie and they provide all of the music for the movie. So when we press play here, we're gonna go right into that song. And I would highly recommend turning up your volume and bobbing your head, because we're about to go straight to the disco ball here. Oh my goodness. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I am ready. My bell bottoms <laughs> waving in the wind. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty ready. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so countdown, and then when I say play, we'll press play. Three, two, one, play. Um, I just have to say, amazing intro from the company. The intro screen, and this happens to be a trauma film, oddly enough. So, now we're back right into the mix here. We've got a high school athletic competition of some sort. A, uh, a track meet. Everything is great. Very, very typical of the beginning of slasher movies. Everything is wonderful. No one has a care in the world. And look how everyone is overachieving. Oh my goodness. And I, oh, here comes this, the main part of the song. Oh, here we go. We're yeah. dancing. We're grooving. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. And it's like, I love the editing of this movie. Um, it starts, yeah, we're just shown the gymnast, the shock put, um, guy, <laughs> athlete. <laughs> I don't know, I forgot all the sports names. Um, Love the, it. 
yeah, track and the, the jumpers. <laughs> and all, all of the, um, all the, their friends in the bleachers um, cheering for them and everybody's amazing. And this school has, you know, a huge reputation for these, for the track and field. Um, oh, okay. Hey, Sam. I am dancing around my room right now. I cannot contain myself. Okay. Strobe light is a strobing. Okay. So I forgot what this song was until like right before the chorus. It like all the memories came back of you singing this song over and over. <laughs> yeah. Just, like so around the house. <laughs> that happened. I used to walk around the house belting out this song. I would belt it out. <laughs> Yeah, something about this just really gets me pumped up in all the right ways. I think uh, this might actually be one of my favorite songs. Okay, so it's um, who the band? Yeah, the band is called Felony. Felony, and everybody wants to be a winner. <laughs> yeah, and it just uh, it, it couldn't be more perfect in the synergy with what's going on mm -hmm. on the screen is top notch. Everybody wants to be a winner is the jam. And everyone here is trying to be a winner. Everybody wants to be a winner. It just, like this song just turns me into one giant piece of cornbread. It's so fun. Okay, butter me oh, up wow. right now. Oh, I love it. Okay, so now, so we've been cutting back and forth with these like quick flashes to um, different games, different um, sport, or like whatever different things within the same sport of right. track and field. And now we're really focused on one um, race, and it's the main girl. She's just really, you know, running her heart out. She is, she's running like crazy, and we see a stopwatch. It's counting down right. and everyone right. is saying Laura, Laura, like she's in, she's in front. I'm pretty sure she's going to win. The school's going crazy, but, uh, if you turned it up, you can, you can take a look right now. Like things are, um, things are changing. Things are getting really intense. Music, uh, is going down a little bit while we hear a heartbeat. Yeah, so everything was great. Now we kind of get the sense that something is not so great. But here we are after a solid four minutes straight of this disco jam. Oh, but... Yeah. All right, everybody's what? Oh, because she, she just won, but she's flailing about. Like, she's, like she just falls. She... She completely just falls down and, and crashes and the stopwatch stops at 30 seconds and all her friends are freaking out running to her. And, and look at that slide. Okay. Her boyfriend just slid in there like okay. Ricky Henderson in 1988. <laughs> that was cool. That, yeah, he really did a very, very nice um what is that you know baseball thing <laughs> yeah i'm calling him safe on that one nice exactly oh but i think it's her boyfriend and he's just cradling her in his arms because i i mean she's not responding she's not waking up 
So, whew, fade to black. Fade to black. So we imagine that our star runner here had some sort of heart attack and uh, just died at the meet and cut to a completely different situation with a trucker who has a passenger that we can't see right now, but she seems to have some sort of interest in what just occurred. Yeah, and it it confirms in this newspaper clipping that the girl died. And I do want to shout out this trucker's necktie. <laughs> yes, shout out to the necktie. Because in the tradition of just wearing random things that aren't connected to anything, um, like eyebrows in prom night, He's exactly. got this, he's got this, like, yellow just ribbon tied around his neck for no reason at all. Yeah, it, it's almost like a tassel. Um, and as far as neckties go, <laughs> I, I would rate him up there with the likes of Popeye or the Pillsbury yes. Doughboy. Oh my god, that's what it reminds me of. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's making a pass at the woman, at the passenger, who we now know is a woman. Um, he like tries to to touch her leg, and she refuses him. And he's like, "Hey, I'm a taxpayer," as if that's just like that's that's the entitled <laughs> response. But I, what he says, like, "What are you? You know, a couple of lesbos." <laughs> and it's like, we got some absolutely oh. classic slasher dialogue. Oh, it's here. it's perfect. But she's in the navy i think and or something because she's got a, a uniform on and she yes. just comes right back at him i mean she threatens to to physically do some damage so he backs off yes and um i, I think that she is trained in some sort of way of fighting some sort of combat methods here and right. i i really like that i think that that adds a nice layer to her character oh totally yeah, she's she's very strong. I mean, uh, we've got kind of our a first glimpse, at least, of maybe a leading uh, female character. Yeah. And, uh, because you know what I just noticed on her is that white collar on on very, her navy uniform. Very very nice, and I think that that escaped me last time. Me too. So noted. Haha. <laughs> We've got our first what? spotting of a white collar. Um, so she got out of the car. She's like, okay, dude, just drop me off. And she gets out and she sees a young blonde girl running. Um, I don't know where they are. Just on some maybe park path. I think they are actually near the school. And this girl has an amazing pair of headphones <laughs> that are playing the radio in her ears. And I just think that's fantastic. Uh -oh. It is. I would really like a pair of those things. Okay, so what the heck is happening now? Here we have some POV. We assume whenever we're in POV that it's the killer. And we see black gloves, which further corroborate this, except this time the killer is holding a stopwatch. Now, why would he be doing that? Ooh. Do you remember the stopwatch from the beginning of the race? So in our ubiquitous past event, 
it took Laura 30 seconds to die. Oh, snap. Oh, here we go. All right. One. Kill number one in what I think is actually pretty cool. It, it doesn't show anything. It just shows um, red splash on the camera. Yes. And then, and then the, the headphones have been knocked off of her. So we, we hear this, you know, rock song. And it's like, I mean, how many minutes in and boom, this is, this is happening. Whoever it Absolutely. is. is yeah. Incredible. So diegetic music transitions into non-diegetic music. All of a sudden, this becomes the actual soundtrack. As we proceed here, uh, I believe that the class is getting ready for graduation day. Yep. They're sort of uh, doing yearbook signings and being all giddy. Yeah, caps and gowns. And again, with the editing, really love it here. Flashing back and forth, we see um, some, we see the coach actually, who is wearing sweats and has a stopwatch on. <laughs> Just put that in there. Um, Could he be the killer? Ooh. But he's walking to the group of, of track and field kids um, that included Laura. Oh, and then they're saying, well, where's Paula? Paula must be the, the girl who was just killed. Because they're like, well, where'd she go? Like, she's not here. We can't take a, a team picture. Yeah, so reminiscent of Happy Birthday to me, what we have here is basically another top 10 situation. You know, there's a oh, group yeah. of kids here, and they are the most popular. They're the most athletic, and this story is centered around them. We get the impression that they own the school. Yeah, for sure. And, ooh, interesting. I didn't notice that last time. What does that mean? So there's a guy on the team who's like, hey, how many of us were supposed to make it out alive? And and the coach is like, well, was, you know, like you're out of line. And the, the kid is saying, you've done a lot worse, coach. So what does that mean? Hey, so lots of interesting hints here. Um, we think that the coach might be a little bit too obsessed with winning and might be pushing his students a little too hard. That's crazy. Okay. Oh, now we're um, with the the Navy, Navy girl. Navy girl just came back home and the Navy. Hey, that was good. <laughs> so it's the family of Laura. Um, yeah, so we understand now that she's <laughs> actually Laura's big sister. Yeah, and the mother is a mess, and it there's a there's a stepfather who does not get along with her at all. Ooh. We get the sense that he really loved Laura, but not. Anne, and this is Anne, the bigger sister, and he's kind of a jerk. Ronald, she's <laughs> the mom is trying to talk to Ronald, and yeah, he's just he's like, yeah, whatever, shut up, and go back to where he came from, and blah blah blah. 
Yeah, he's a pretty typical archetype too. He's like the captain of the uh, local bowling league and the boss down at the plant. Oh my goodness, amazing. So this creeps me out. Um, they put her in Laura's room, which has been untouched since Laura died, instead of, you know, the guest room or her former room, which has been turned into Ronald's like playroom. Yeah, so, okay, she's come back home for the first time since the death, and because of the death, and there's a lot of tension in the air, um, it's still very, very fresh, and some kind of awkward dialogue is happening concerning the insurance money. That's terrible. Laura's insurance money and, and her trophy um, went to Anne, and they're like oh are you gonna keep it and Anne's like no um, did you hear that Ronald you can you're getting the money or whatever just so gross goodness yes instead of focusing on Laura whom they just lost and honoring her they're fighting amongst themselves in 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 the way that uh, that a death can affect them. so here we are in Laura's old bedroom and we've got a lot of pictures, posters. We're kind of seeing now that Laura was a big deal at school. She was a superstar athlete and was destined for greatness. Oh, and the pictures of her boyfriend are all over the wall. She looks like a mini Winnie Cooper. <laughs> she certainly does. The mini Winnie. The mini Winnie. So, okay, now her name is mini Winnie. <laughs> her name's mini Winnie. Winnie Cooper from Wonder Years, of course, one of my favorite shows. Okay. Yeah, Savage uh, oh. is the man. Oh, the man. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, interesting. <laughs> like, she just opened up her suitcase, with, and the first thing in there, gray sweats and black gloves. So, um, uh, <laughs> I'm so wondering. Now it's like, is she the killer? So, so far, both she and the coach have been caught with gray sweatsuits and black gloves, just like the killer hat. Mm -hmm. Now check this out. What just happened here? Oh, I love it so much. The stepdad came in the room and started coming at her and calling her names and piggy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he was coming at her like as if to slap her. And she just puts her hand out and she's like, stop right there. You know, she learned, she learned how to defend herself in the Navy and, and so he backs off. And I love it. Not this time, Steve. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so oh she's been packing. And uh, that was probably a first. It probably felt really good. And then he left the room. And so she uh, had some anger in her, and, and very rightfully so, and picked up a photograph with all of the track team in it and dropped it on the ground. It shattered. Um, very, very good stuff here. It shattered a perfect way uh, where Laura's glass was cracked. Exactly. And it it goes right to another person in sweats with black gloves, go, like stop, ooh, going into the girls' locker room back at school, opening up a locker, finding that same exact picture of the track team, and crossing yes. out Paula's face, the girl who was killed at the beginning. 
Blue. Now, what kind of ink is being used here? Is that lipstick? I, yeah, actually, I believe it is lipstick. Okay. So it looks a lot like lipstick. So yeah. I, I guess we'll yeah. say that the killer is crossing out the deceased uh, with a red X using red lipstick. Yeah. So that's another maybe clue. Um, okay, here's the thing. We're in a full-blown whodunit <laughs> situation right now. Which I love. Love the whodunits. But here we go, another girl from the track team walking through the forest. <laughs> it's not a forest. It's like this park that is on the way to school, which confuses me because it's, it's a total just woods area. It doesn't make any sense to be right, like it leads directly up to the school's like steps but here we are yeah they have one of those ultra beautiful campus type situations like a yeah. santa cruz deal really um, pretty here we have a confrontation now between uh -oh. laura's big sister and one of the uh members of the track team okay and Anne is being a creeper she's like she is holding um, the necklace of the girl. Like she reached out and took it and was like, you have lovely eyes. My sister had eyes like yours, but she's dead now. Yeah. Um, okay. That's really creepy. <laughs> so Anne is kind of spinning out of control here and actually giving us some very serious killer vibes. Um, now where are we? Ho, ho, ho. So here we are at the rehearsal for the graduation day song and the choir instructor, who I like to call Gary Mantello, is here teaching <laughs> them. Gary <to> Mantello. <laughs> He's got his powder blue leisure suit on and he is doing his thing. Okay. We've got an absolute lounge act as a teacher at this school and we love every second of them. Oh my goodness, I love it. Oh, the principal is hamming it up, and I love it. Oh, yeah, the principal's playing the role of one of those, like, uh, super mean-type dudes. He's so fun, but all the kids are so over-listening to him because they're graduating, so they're really not respecting him at all. But he's, like, the way, the way of his trousers. The way of his trousers, in fact <laughs> in fact i believe that is a sacred ancient chinese text exactly it, it'll help your life as much as it helps mine look at these wool trousers right here and the pattern and the leg opening are you kidding me <laughs> it's so good <laughs> um absolutely incredible stuff the way of the trousers okay but he's yelling it's so funny okay seniors <laughs> graduation is for you <laughs> oh my goodness so he's really really serious and uh that <laughs> makes him kind of fun you know it does. i kind of like him uh, oh i love it because his voice is really gritty so it just sounds insane respect authority i love now, it and just walked in the room right here unnoticed so far and um 
she's uh, here for some reason or another. She's definitely still in her vibe where oh, she's yeah. like really tripping off of Laura's death and mm -hmm. just austere and a little bit psycho. Yeah, uh, she's giving off a little of the creepy vibes, but <laughs> God, so, this principal. Uh, a lot of people, maybe a lot of people would guess that she was the killer based on her vibes that she's shown thus far. Oh yeah, like just that, I would say. Not a bad guess. And, oh, here we go. Special guest, it's Anne. So, something happened with um, the trophies that they won. Oh, so she's an ensign, okay. So, Anne is here on Laura's behalf for graduation. Um, yeah, she's going to accept the diploma and the trophy. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to have a moment of silence for Laura, which I think is... That's really sweet. And but I'm still kind of, like, freaking out over what that kid said about the coach. Like, he's done worse things. Yeah, what does that even mean? What um, does that mean? There was uh, a very uh, fascinating ambiguity going on. We probably think at this point that there's some sort of abuse in terms of the coach overworking his athletes and perhaps even being responsible for Laura's death. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. So Anne is is asking to oh my god his name is kevin <laughs> his name is kevin so we were joking that his name was kevin but his name is actually kevin <laughs> his name is actually kevin. <laughs> i love that song totally forgot about that <laughs> um anyway <laughs> so the boyfriend's name oh, is kevin shit. and Anne is going over to kevin's house um, to talk about Laura, because they're kind of the, the two right now who feel, you know, the most about her. Um, and Oh, yes, they have a, a very interesting bond right now in, in the uh, aftermath of Laura's death. I think they're the two that care the most. That's perfect. Yeah, and and Kevin has, you know, pictures and things. and But his house, I, I need to understand this house. It is a, it's mm -hmm. like a mansion, but it's it's a museum almost as well because there's uh, statues and like columns and it, there's seem to be just artifacts all over the house and an old furniture. What is going on in this house? Also, and, what happened at the top of the staircase with that psychedelic POV? Oh. Somebody was coming down oh. the staircase in that house watching Anne enter the house in like the ultimate form of POV. And they oh my did God, it that's twice. right. They did it twice. And now she's looking at old school photographs and they have the trippiest editing going on ever where they're showing sort of live sequences of Laura back before she died. We're, we're kind of noticing the effort they put into the cinematography here, and I think it's making us smile. I love it. I love the editing. Um, so it's Kevin and his grandmother, who seems to be, you know, a little eccentric over there and, and living amongst all of these things that are from all different 
um, you know, traditions and cultures, it seems. Um, yeah. Books. Or uh, maybe, is she senile? I think so. Um, okay. And then that, the statue on the stairs you thought was in. It's not. Though. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I, perhaps I was uh, thinking too much about Back to the Future. <laughs> so Back we'll, to the back. Um, That'll make sense in a little bit when um, yeah. <laughs> in another conversation that the principal has. Anywho, so <laughs> so Kevin and Anne oh, Anne gives Kevin um, Laura's locket. Aww. So it was going to be her graduation present, and she gives it to Kevin, and he puts it on Laura's picture. Oh, that's that's really sweet. Aww. So, look at this house, though. Like, even the the flowers around the house when she came in, and it looks like it, it looks like they were in Greece or something. Yes. Yes, the house is highly decorated with various forms of art and, and some, somehow referencing uh, several different anthropological traditions. You you might think that this is the house of, like, super intellectual. It's awesome. Maybe it's the grandma but before she went crazy, you think? Yeah, I think so. Oh, now we're with the gymnast. And I was going to ask you, is she the gymnast? Yeah, okay. yeah, she's the gymnast. And she's teeny tiny, even in these, like, huge shoes that she's wearing that when she met Anne in the park, um, you thought <laughs> you thought Anne was, like, 12 feet tall. Yes, I thought Anne was 12 <laughs> feet tall the because first time that these two met. Well, the perspective of like, you know, the teeny gymnast and then Anne in heels and it was like, what's hap what is happening with like the height difference here of these two people? <laughs> yeah, and the camera work didn't help. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> I mean, it didn't it's almost like they did that to us on purpose. Oh, I love we it. We since realized that it, it, although it's a dramatic height difference, it's not as much as we thought at first. It's about two feet of difference. <laughs> two feet. <laughs> I love it. Two feet. So you oh think she's God. about four, one and a half? Actually, she might be, but she's adorable. And so, um, oh my God, she's changing in the girls' locker room into her, um, you know, gymnast clothes. Oh, that was so cool. Did you see that? Okay. More incredible editing work. Wow. Okay. The this, killer this was kind of totally editing there. work is delicious. If you aren't watching along, better just scold yourself and don't make the same mistake next time because what we just saw is incredible. And who's that on the screen now? Oh yeah, introducing Vanna White. <laughs> Vanna White just entered the girls' locker room. Yes, she did. Yes, that Vanna White. <laughs> yeah, that Vanna White. So pretty cool. So she's one of the, she's just a friend. Um, but what's cool is that the killer was totally in the, in the locker room and turned out the lights and the editing, like close up, did a close up to the gymnast eyes, but like back and forth with the lights. And then 
but then when the friends came in and turned on the light, the ki- the killer was gone. Like they left, and so she thought someone was there, and the friends are like, "Oh, like you're just, you know, you're seeing things. That's not real." So, pretty funny. Oh my God, is Vanna White the one? Okay, so <laughs> Vanna White apparently got so scared by like t- the turning on the lights and seeing the Miss Teeny that she Peter Pan. <laughs> Oh, she Peter Pans. So introducing Vanna White, she Peter Pans. <laughs> Boom. And I'm ready to buy about two vowels at this point because how <laughs> fun was that cameo appearance? Amazing. Once again, Vanna White got her start in a slasher movie called Graduation Day. <laughs> 1981. How fun is that? That's so fun. Add her to the list. We've got George from Seinfeld. We've got Kevin Bacon. We got a lot of people going on. In this. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we're gonna see a lot more. Okay, so I gotta talk about this because now we're with the gymnast as she does her bar, the uneven, um, or what was it called the uneven or the parallel bars, um, routine, and you know where they chalk up and then they do the spins. One of my absolute favorite things to watch during Summer Olympics, um, the bars and the floor routine. That's right, you always liked that. Always, I think they're yeah. so, what I love <laughs> is like the floor routines, how there's random little dance moves in between all of this like hardcore jumping and spinning. And so, <laughs> Yeah, yes, and she just, okay, she just did uh, like a a very extravagant move on the bars, but she messed up, and she fell on the floor, she hurt herself a little bit, and the coach showed us a little bit of that uh, personality that he's rumored to have, that sort of overbearing, uh, obsessed with winning type of thing, because he basically yelled at her for getting hurt. Yeah, like, get back up there, do it again, which she did, and she's doing it now, and it's, like, it's this really cool, actually, extended scene where there's music playing, and she's doing her whole routine, and it is the actress, I believe. It, um, these are, these are real athletes that they picked to do each, um, activity. Yes, that was one thing that you pointed out last time, and I think that that's extremely valuable because... That's never happened before or since. They've got an entire cast full of people who were chosen based on their real-life athletic abilities. It's pretty cool. I mean, especially for scenes like this. Okay, I just have to say, though, a little creepy and weird. The coach is like, (laughs) it's slow-mo, and he's like licking his lips, and there's a cameraman there to take pictures, and the camera guy's like, just stops and stares really, like, kind of disgusted at the coach like what what is going on what is he doing (laughs) some absolutely classic slasher movie sleaze happening remember that in slasher movies every adult has some sort of sleazy thing going on oh totally but the cameraman (laughs) was like um okay this is pretty bad but i guess i'll just take the picture oh yeah oh okay like it's tuesday uh, it is Tuesday. <laughs> hey, it's actually Tuesday. I love it. 
oh, this is cool. It's doing that really like choppy, crazy um, editing. It, it flashed to the team picture and now the gymnast face is being crossed out as she's like on the high bar spinning. Oh, Boom, and how about the use of slow-mo? Oh, slow-mo as she lands. You think something's gonna happen, but she's actually okay. She's Whew. okay, but this runs off. She's done with this entire thing. And the uneven bars are, are pretty cool, I, I gotta say. That was some, uh, some art that oh, she wow. just did and uh you, you might say that she set the bar pretty high there Ooh, because it nice. was a, a really good routine and we like to set the bar pretty high too here at the podcast so tell a friend tell but a friend. here we go <laughs> we're back in the locker room some pov happening we are in the eyes of the killer shot right now we opened a locker uh, and retrieved a, a scimitar because those are commonly found in high school lockers. And, uh... <laughs> okay, I love it. So sweats and the the glove, and um, oh, best thing ever! Again, we've got the stopwatch start start you know click. And, so oof. I love that. Oh, I truly truly love that. It's a very simple visual cue that a kill is about to happen. We click the stopwatch once, and then about 30 seconds elapse, and then we click it again on each kill. It, it just really drives in this theme that this entire movie is a track meet. And you know what? I've got my running shoes on. Oh no, I'm scared because the killer is now face to face with the gymnast who has a, a magnificent reaction to this like sword being the fencing thing being oh jesus <gasps> okay okay we gotta uh, talk about that sword <laughs> <laughs> through the adam's apple and we basically found oh, out no. that she is not an actress she is a gymnast just yes. now by the way she handled her line she <laughs> one of my favorite parts she turns around she sees like she's about to be stabbed she's like She's like, who are you? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? She's Stop it. 100% different, 0% actress. I love, I love it. The kind of thing that makes us smile. And now we cut back to the <laughs> And once again, we've got Harry Manilow here. Oh, this okay. is the best. <laughs> Scary Manilow. Harry Manilow, and, I, yes. You know, he's, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. But he's like, <laughs> he's way over doing the singing on the piano. He's like, <laughs> We have got the archetypical uh, dyed hair aging crooner on his second wind. And he has a paper airplane collar. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, he's so fun. That collar is amazing. Oh, wait! Is he the one who originates the butterfly? The butterfly <laughs> was originated by Dr. Wynn of Smith's Grove Sanitarium. I okay. Believe. Okay. <laughs> but just very briefly, um, it was perfected by Scary Manilow here as well as the therapist and happy birthday to me. 
Okay, because this one I love because of the contrast of the white and the bright blue suit. Um, that double collar is just fantastic. Yes, and another thing that <laughs> we'll put into the glossary, a conspicuous absence of a top button. Yep, yep. Okay, that was amazing. So Dolores is one of the students. She's about to fail, and... She, and he's like, you got to take summer school. And she's like, no, I'm going to graduate. And so she goes, she locks the door and takes off her shirt. Super business. And she's just like, here we go. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all business. It's a, like a deal. You know, it's a mutually beneficial thing. She knows exactly what she wanted. She knew how to get it. And uh, I kind of love Dolores in that way, in that there's nothing about her. Like, she's not um she's not bitter she's not sad she's just like no i'm graduating here we go <laughs> oh no she she is fully secure in what she is and she knows what she is and she just does her thing she's like this is what i do <laughs> <laughs> this is what i do oh my goodness and of course the sleazy teacher is you know just like okay <laughs> Now, look at this. We're back to the way of the trousers. Oh, the way of the trousers. And we have another page from that book here as we cut back to the principal's office. Uh, the principal, of course, is involved with his secretary, as is often the case and certainly was back then. And there's some sort of controversy surrounding a tape. They've got a cassette tape of something that happened. And her name is Blondie. Her name is actually Blondie. I love that. Her because name is she like is. Blondie, for real. <laughs> they were like, you know, we're going to have like a secretary who's sleeping yeah. with her boss. <laughs> her name's Blondie. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it sucks though, because he's actually giving her a lot of work to do. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. He's like, just finish up all the work and then I'll stop by with some wine. So remember how sometimes we talk about the two generations in the movie? <gasps> That's right. Yeah, so here we go again. Here we go again. I, I like this kind of stuff. Very important to me because we have two different generations fleshed out into the story. We have two groups. Uh, one of them works at the school. They are in their early 50s and uh, they have their own social circle and their own nuances and their own motifs as do the young people who are attending the school and we get to experience their stories simultaneously. I, I like that, it kind of adds depth. I love it, I think it's super fun. Um, you definitely, I think you love when that happens a lot in these earlier movies where it's like, it's more prevalent um and i'm starting to really appreciate right. it now that i'm seeing you know these like for just a, again and again and and seeing how much it does add to the story like i, I love love the the choir teacher he is so ridiculous and fun yeah yeah there's something about him that um, despite his sleaziness is quite lovable and I'm thinking it has something to do with the paper airplane collar slash laser suit combo. Okay. Crazy though. Again. But the principal just opened like right before this, he opened up his desk drawer and there was a stopwatch in it. 
So now the principal's got a stopwatch too. So is the principal the killer? And is, it, is he the killer? It, it lingered on the way he was cutting that apple. Thank you very much. You know, I'm starting to think that everyone in this town is issued a stopwatch by the government. <laughs> this is so funny. Can I okay. get my government stopwatch? <laughs> <laughs> I love this teacher. Okay, so we're back with the teacher and Dolores is gone and he's like <laughs> singing some love song on the piano and um, he hears a, a weird sound coming from the basement. So he's going to go check it out and we really, this is when we get to see the suit combo and the collar combo just really up front. Dang! It's, it's pretty beautiful. <laughs> Look at this! The double dragons of the suit and collar combo. Uh -oh. Do you see this? I they both do. have it. Are they going to have a collar duel? Who is that? Is that the coach? That's the coach. Why was he in a suit? Okay. I'm confused again. They both look like they were on their way to the Hard Rock Cafe at that moment. Oh, this is fun because randomly there's like a boiler room and it's super scary and dark in the basement of the school. And so <laughs> our choir, Harry Manilow, right? Um, yeah. He's walking in because there's there's something playing that he's trying to figure out what, what the sound is. But it's really creepy. Like this is a perfect, you know, situation for the killer so also he doubled up on the colors he has the rare instance oh. of the double paper airplane before winged collar that's what i'm saying boom his jacket has a collar and his shirt has a collar and all i know is, is i want to see that collar id oh no okay this is crazy <laughs> Someone taped the the teacher and Dolores together. Oh no, and the dialogue is so funny. <laughs> Do you like snakes? <laughs> yes. And Dolores's voice too is just so. She's like, oh, this is so silly, and just like. Nah. Would you call this an endearing cringe moment? Oh, I is love this it. endearing cringe? I because I actually like Dolores. I think she's funny. Yeah, well, she's a very, very strong character in this movie. And in fact, she has what we call the it factor. Yeah, so she does. Really, she really can't do any wrong. When you have charisma, that's pretty much that. Much. And she, uh, first of all, the unintentional depth, which they certainly did not intend. But we, we have noticed here that she has an existential awareness of herself and her role in life that yep. is unique in this movie. And she's actually doing it at a very high level. Love it or hate it. You know, yeah, what she yeah exactly. She's, she's doing her thing. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I would have recast her several other slashers. I think that people may have missed the boat here. Oh, I think so too. I absolutely would have. Because she... Yeah, you know, for what she is, she's doing it well. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, but that was a really good jump scare, I thought, or a fake out because nothing happened to the choir teacher. Like he found the tape, 
even though he was alone, nothing happened. The killer wasn't there. So it, right. it, it's um, flash to now we're with Dolores again and her and her boyfriend. And they're, it's funny, they're smoking and they're like, they're together, but they also sleep with other people. And she's kind of laughing about it. And so is he. <laughs> yeah, they have the classic uh, open relationship thing that goes on in a lot of these movies. And also, okay. they're smoking a joint, which in this time is like a really controversial thing to do. That's right. But I, okay, I have to point out though, it does creep me out a little bit that it seemed like she was about to like sexually assault him <laughs> for a second. Uh, yeah, my man right here almost got raped. So, I don't know about Dolores in that moment, but... Uh, right after we just built her up. I know. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> um, so, aside from that, um, yeah. the, the sheriff came like right at that moment with boots on the grounds. Another, um, another fake hey, out. Hey, Deputy Doo D. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Why does he say it like that? <laughs> he's like trying to scare them, like you better not smoke again. But he's holding and sniffing a flower as he does it, <laughs> like in the weirdest way. Excellent example of slasher law enforcement. Uh, actually, one of the finest here, slasher's finest. These are slasher's finest officers. Okay, okay. it's called Deputy Dududi. <laughs> Dududi. And he's playing with his gun, and he now we kind of follow him. You know, Dolores and her boyfriend went the other way. Now we're going this way as he smokes the joint that he stole from them, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then he's he's alone though, and it's nighttime, so I'd be a little. Hey, worried. remember the line in Friday the Thirteenth Two? Remember Friday the Thirteenth? the head of the camp counselors finds one of the joints right and he smells it and he says the immortal line these kids smoke better dope than I do oh nice oh my god I forgot the coach's name was George Michaels the coach's name is in fact George Michaels <laughs> okay and we don't exactly hate that <laughs> I don't know what to we do like with that. that a lot. I love it. So George Michael's here. It's like it's basically a name we would have given him. And, oh yeah. And, but it's actually they named him George Michael. So of course they didn't know, but still, amazing. I think the universe just dictated it. In fact, yes. I'm willing to say that if you put a room full of monkeys on typewriters and told them to give him a name, <laughs> George Michael's would happen in like 35 minutes. I absolutely agree. <laughs> that is amazing okay so again another kind of fake out nothing happened to the sheriff now we're with Anne the big sister comes back right yes hey where's she been by the way where the hell has she been I don't know but all of a sudden now she's like walking around the school and now she's looking for the coat George Michael you know, you know why it's so suspect cause gosh we just watched The Prowler, and mm. we learned some really important people who go away and disappear are sometimes the killer. So now we're, like, looking at her. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Anne. 
Yeah. Because she came out of nowhere. And, uh, three or four people already had sweats, stopwatches, clubs. Coach Michael's here with the recessed paper airplane. It, it is recessed at the moment. Some um, of them like to button the buttons because they're a little bit uh, conservative with their paper airplanes. However, they still have conspicuous lack of a top button. The hottest button to button. Uh-oh. Hey, so he's got the chest, but he doesn't got the rest. Okay? Oh, it's so true. And Recess he has... paper airplane. <laughs> He's got the the Mr. Potato Head hair. Like, it does not move as he moves. Yes. It's, also, uh, let's put that in the glossary, too. Mr. Yes. Potato Head. Because it's, it's every time. One of them has it. Um, but it's a really intense conversation, though, with Anne and the coach. Because he's like, you know, everybody loved me because I delivered winners. And then Laura dies. And now I'm the bad guy. Like, he's really trying to defend me and his methods and she's just obviously she's lost her sister so she's not having she's not having it at all and I have a very serious question for you so if you could reach down out of the sky with the hand of God and lift up his Mr. Potato Head hair (laughs) what would you replace it with tell me what what hair piece would you replace that one with I absolutely have an answer for you Biff Tannen Biff Tan, okay, 1955 or 85? 85. Oh, oh, 85. Oh, oh. Please. It like the the wax in the car hair. <laughs> oh, just working on the second coat now. Exactly. Okay. Okay, and he has a green jumpsuit in that scene. So maybe he was also on the track team at one point. Oh my god. What is this? Inception. It's Inception. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Okay. Hey, we're with your boy here. Okay. <laughs> now we've got the head jock, Mr. Football. Um, doing as only true jocks can do on the camera. If you're watching along with us, yes, you know completely. exactly what I mean. And he's walking through the same beautiful forest that they all walked through before class. His shoulder pads uh, have miracle growth sprayed on them. Yes, they do. And here comes Vanna White once again. Okay, so this is, I think this is your favorite line when he said, no, not yet, it's coming up. Oh, it's coming up, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for you. <laughs> so this is this is so fun. So he does that like run, but it's not really a run, it's like a hop, like a little bunny hop as he walks. Oh, he does the bunny hop. And look look <laughs> oh. at what the killer is doing. Okay. Pretty amazing. So the killer is here. We know this. We've got the stopwatch, sweats, the gloves, and a weapon. And Boom! A four for four. Ooh, nice. Uh-oh. Look at the jock. Give me my goddamn ball. You ah, love it ah, so ah. much. <laughs> so, face to face with the killer. And, oh, look at this shot. Football flying through the air with 
the fencing sword impaled through it and the jock just caught it, but he caught it right in his solar plexus and he's dead. Hit the stopwatch, 30 seconds, signed, sealed, delivered. What's our kill count, by the way? He's dead. Uh, well, let's see. There's the gymnast, there's Paula from the beginning, and the jock. So we have three. Okay. Plus Laura at the very beginning. True. Um, now, here we go. Oh, yes. To an impromptu, bluesy rock session happening. And it's just like at the cafeteria or something? It's in the cafeteria. Uh, Kevin just morphed into B.B. King. Oh, absolutely he did. Kevin being Laura's boyfriend. And, uh, yeah, he's playing a mean, um, pickle. What do they call it? <laughs> I don't care what they used to call it. Now it's called a mean pickle. I can never remember the... Nope. Nope. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no. You know the, the tin, tin whistle? Yeah. Is that what it is? They're playing a mean pickle. Whatever. It's the... Mean pickle. Oh, no. Here we go. Harmonica. The harmonica. <laughs> Thank you. Not close enough. Close enough. Um. Close enough. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, so yeah, it's like all of a sudden they have a bunch of groupies. There's just like girls um, around for no reason at all. This has nothing to do with the story. It's just like <laughs> Kevin. Slash her stuff. Kevin is just dancing and, yeah. and missing those buttons by his collar. By the way. Oh, goodness. You're right. And just getting some groovy. We live in a world where buttons just run away. In a slasher movie, top buttons are like Speedy Gonzales. Oh, my goodness. It is so funny. And their school has amazing murals. I'm super jealous. Like, there's the a big Beatles mural. There's, I think right. it's like the Who or something. And, oh, my goodness. It's just all over the walls. Super, super cool. So, I think it's... Again, we're kind of back to graduation day um, night. There's a there's going to be a dance. You know, everybody's just really super excited about that. Was officially the last day of school, I believe. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, all of a sudden, the best line for me came out of the sheriff. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that was like a Twilight Zone episode. All of a sudden, we're just with the coach and the sheriff, and the sheriff's like, don't hurt me. I could get you bad if I put my mind to it. Because he's our token southerner. I love it. It's like, it's always the sheriff that's just from Alabama out of nowhere. Always. <laughs> uh, that was, okay. Ugh, excuse me. Now what's me. happening we are now at the dance with um, Felony, with the band. Uh -huh. And they are just fantastic. And it's like a ro Oh, um, excuse what? What's happening? Um, hey, Sue. So one of our dudes on the track team just went into a full-blown breakdancing session. <laughs> right here. <laughs> while the band uh plays. And then when he's done... He just walks away like that, what? <laughs> that almost made me choke. Like all of a sudden, I, he was amazing. Just boom, just 
been in okay anyway so <laughs> very very hip dude that was amazing so on the a... forefront of the breaking movement oh, too goodness gracious we got some gym going on here but what's nuts is that it's like it's a maybe a skating rink because we have a lot of kids who are skating around and around but we mm -hmm. also have people with just shoes who are kind of like jogging alongside them. So it's a multi-rink? Oh, perfect. And again, with the editing here, it's it's all flashy. It's, you know, a lot of, ton of lights, um, fun voices, painted faces. Like it's, it's like almost the, their face makeup in the band is semi new wave kind of evo almost but they're very disco rocky so very in between times 1981 yes yes which is one of the absolute biggest things that we get from these early 80s slasher movies we actually get to watch the 70s turn into the 80s yeah um because 1981 like we're switching into something right here like oh and, yeah and and you can see it with um with the makeup and the clothing. It's pretty cool. Um, I'll tell you right now, I am training in my iron for some hairspray. Oh, I think you should. Now. <laughs> Boom. Okay, so we got uh, dude playing a a double guitar too. You have to love that. Oh, it's so cool. So. So now we have kind of two things going on. We're we're going from the dance. To, I want to say it's Dolores and her boyfriend who are walking out in the woods. Um, yes. Oh, wait, is it the, is it the um the, what's it called? Breakdancer. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh huh. Oh no! Well, that one actually kind of makes me sad because that was so cool. That was really really fun. I love that he just got up and just walked away like that was completely normal. And a huge shout out to the band Felony too. Oh my god, they're you know, amazing. I mean, where do they find these guys? This is incredible. They don't get enough credit. It, it's just like how we always give a shout out to the makeup artists. There are so many people that play a huge role in turning a slasher movie into a party. Because I'm sure you would agree, that's what these movies are. They're a party. Oh, they're complete parties. I would say, yeah, Prom Night has a great, um, well, vibe, songs at least. Um, but for the bands, I would say New Year's yeah. Evil, absolutely. Um, obviously. Evil. Number one. Um, but Prowler had a had a great band for the the flashbacks or the, the 50s dance. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh oh, what's happening? Okay. Oh, this is this is really cool. The music's getting really ominous and scary. Oh! Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh. It was really quick. It, that was a heavy edit just now. So that, that was, was really, so really quick. fast. Blink and you missed that. Literally. So, wow. No, like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I almost missed it. And all, like, I was looking at the, the band and, like, I blinked and all of a sudden someone's head fell off. <laughs> and that is what we call Tuesday around here. <laughs> Tell a friend, you know, <laughs> we're everywhere. And here comes Dolores. 
She's walking through the woods. She doesn't know that her boyfriend doesn't have a head um, anymore. Oh, now she does. Oh, she knows now. It's hanging from the tree. Is it oh. a Christmas ornament? <laughs> is it? Is oh, that? Oh, my Christmas? favorite thing! My favorite thing! <laughs> oh! Aww. One who's not watching along will never feel us on what just happened. The killer just jumped out of a bush and and did a little dance. Okay. Did a, a slight little dance and then okay. gave chase to Dolores. Okay. And he's wearing a fencing helmet. Okay, with sweats and, and sneakers, I gotta tell you, like, we're still, <laughs> by the way, in the dance. Like, it, we're still flashing um, to the dance and to the band and to the music and flashing back to the killer and Dolores. This killer jumps out like boom, I've arrived, and then, and then just bolts at a hundred miles per hour. Do you think that I should get a fencing mask and wear it to the grocery store? No. <laughs> <laughs> as much as that would be funny, it would actually turn out really badly. <laughs> That's one hundred percent correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this I'm telling you, this killer. Um, might be on my best runs list. You said that last time. You said that. And I actually took note of that. I didn't want to say anything because I was wondering if you were going to say that again. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that you really, really, really love this killer. I like um, that. I do because this is different than like any killer. I mean, come on. Look at that. It's it is just he's so fast right yeah good god so look at, this, look at this look at this okay my other favorite my other favorite thing okay killer still giving chase right yeah. and jumping out from behind the tree and i swear to god it's like the biggest pose hello <laughs> yeah the killer me. does a like a killer pose yeah oh, hey, look at this. Another, we do um a top 10 killer pose Yes. Oh, look at that. I think we should. I think we, I'm actually, I just wrote it down right now because I think that's really important. So 30 seconds on the stopwatch and we have two more kills. Boom. That um, was a cool one. Cause Dolores, we didn't really see. We, it just like kept flashing back between her face and the dance. And then all of a sudden, boom, stopwatch. Which reminds me we need to really, really give some props to the pacing of this movie. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, it just the way it moves along is oh, perfect. It really is. I like it a lot. Um. <laughs> Back to the principal's office, George Michaels. George Michaels. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Ellen, I, I do want to point out, too, their colors are... Um, green and gold, and that was my high school, so it's like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> wow. I'm super, like, in this experience right now. You are. I love it. I love it. And I actually am, too. You know, the fact that they have this nature spot that they all walk through before class, yeah. like, this, uh, this school is connected to the beautiful forest, and so far, that's been the backdrop for, like, half of the kills so that's interesting because this movie then gives you a lot of of what you like about slashers it gives school and the woods kills too yep. and like and like this the scenery so that is a 
very, very powerful observation. We talk about some slasher movies that take place in high school and college, which are great in their right. And then we talk about slashers that take place in the woods, obviously chief among them being Friday the 13th. And, you know, they have different tempos and you've got kind of the best of a, of a suburban setting and the best of a woodsy, beautiful setting in this movie. I'm a fan. I thought so. Oh, I, I love it. I, I am already giving this a really high rating. And then the principal just stood up and he's got uh, <laughs> burgundy pants. Oh, those. See, I'm telling you. Like, Did he you has got, oh yeah, he's got the way of the trousers for sure. The way of the trousers. Oh my god, the Trao Te Ching. Oh, <laughs> the Trao It's perfect, and I love it so much. Yes, <laughs> the, oh. the original philosophical text. Yes. The Trao oh Te Ching. The Trao Te Ching. And... Yes, and since anyway. you and I both, you and I both practice Trowism, so it's, it's true. That's let true. us have a second of silence for the camps. <laughs> oh my God, we'll reconvene oh, on Sunday. Now look at this. <laughs> oh my God, I'm I'm gonna lead prayer on Sunday. <laughs> oh hey, now look at right what? speaking of clothes. Speaking of close, we're back to Canary Manilow here. And oh. he's got his powder blue um, leisure suit with That's... his paper airplane collar, missing top button, and a couple of uh, angel hair gold chains, dude. Okay. And by <laughs> the way, he hasn't changed. It's a different day. <laughs> right. He woke up and went back to work in the same clothes from yesterday. Okay, I love the principles. Like, he's so crazy insane right now. For, you know, he's stressed out, but the way that he does it, like his glasses fall off and he's just like, stop bothering me. <laughs> yeah. Enter a brand new character here. Who's this? He's an, he, I think he's an FBI agent. Yeah. Oh, Lebanese. <laughs> That's so bad. This is incredible. The oh law enforcement God. officer enters the picture in some of these movies. Uh, law enforcement agencies actually catch wind that uh, multiple people have been murdered that day, believe it or not. And so here we have uh, sort of an investigating officer. He's questioning the principal of the school and they trip out into a side dialogue involving the officer's uh, nationality. It's so bad. The principal just like <laughs> takes a look at him and he's like, so you Lebanese. And yeah. it turns out that he's Italian, but he makes this great, um, this awesome, like, comeback, you know, like, oh, because the principal's Italian. He's like, oh, well, you look Lebanese. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Um, so yeah, Mr. Sheriff Dippity-Doo or whatever his name is. <laughs> Sheriff Doo-Doo-Dah. Yeah, um, and the, the agent are together kind of going through, um, just walking around, you know, everybody's in their caps and gowns and 
my god, look at the officer's tie. He has the <gasps> Siamese twin tie. Oh, I just saw that. He has the Siamese twin tie. We've got a lot of ties in this episode, folks. We're going to call this, uh, the nickname of this episode is the Thai Cuisine, Amazing. by the way. Um, and this tie, so he's got the, um, where it cuts off in a straight line at the bottom, but there's no distinction between the front layer and the back oh, layer. They're the same size and the same fluffiness. Oh, no. Okay. Now we're with um, we're in on the the sports field, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyway, with the track and field, and we've got one of the athletes who does that thing where you run really fast, and you have like a pole that it vaults you over a bar where you just like fling yourself into the air. Yes, this dude is a pole vaulter. Yes, and pole he vaulter. Actually... <laughs> He just stuck the pole into oh, the camera head on. Oh God! Oh! Look at this. Goes up to the vault. Oh, he's going up so high. Oh God! Oh God! He's going over he the. He cleared the oh. bar. Oh, with the the sun oh, back. oh! we all. Oh, oh, he's screaming. Oh God! Oh my God! Okay. Now, amazing. look at this kill with a stopwatch flashing in the oh. background. Okay, we have a superimposed stopwatch. We have this guy laying on the mat. The killer kills the stopwatch. It's done at 30 seconds, and this guy is laying on a bed of spikes. Oh, okay. God. Like, he went up there, and then there was no way to stop. He was falling onto, you know, the big pad, and it... Boom. They're just spikes. My God. Now, what would you describe the officer's sport coat as color wise can you please tell me which color that is because i know it's not just pink, it's not uh, pink. we gotta it's... think of a name for this color no no no. it's like okay so well, to explain we're now back <laughs> <laughs> with um yeah the agent principal and the agent is going into george michael's office who's the coach um it's like a a brownish maybe tan i would say it's maybe like a seashell that has been um washed over with mud okay so we'll have ursula on the show yeah. to, uh, to elaborate exactly um, oh oh i see what you're saying in a different light now it's like uh, on the yellow spectrum. That's what I mean. It's like it's like a tanny seashell, but also incredible. <laughs> I know it's like it's also kind of like a root beer float that's been sitting. So like all the ice cream has absorbed it. So it's like <laughs> okay. So melting root beer float mixed with tanning seashell exactly okay i believe that was the color of the year in 1981 Ex yes i think so <laughs> and i think it might be making a comeback thanks to this podcast i think so if you see it on the runway next year don't blame us <laughs> i know excuse me for some tanning seashell okay hey um oh god <laughs> 
Whatever with your melting root beer, like I can't help it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are gonna be the colors of 2022. Perfect. Everything's gonna be melting root beer and tanning seashell. I think they should make a comeback. So. <laughs> oh my god! But that was a good fake out because it looked for a second like George, Mike, like the coach, was like slumped over. Like he had died, but it was a fake out. He was just depressed. Excellent fake out. Now cut back to the girls' locker room and Vanna White. Vanna White, who's gonna discover something because there's blood on the locker. And um, who was killed in the locker room, if you remember? Was it the gymnast? It was. And remember, because she was like, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> yeah, with the uh, the, the A-grade acting. <laughs> <gasps> there she is. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Hey. Look at Vanna, though. She gets to do, like, a scream, you know, freak out. Oh, no, it's happening. It's pretty... <gasps> oh, my God, and look. The coach appears. Wait, there's the coach. Uh-oh, my... Okay. So, the coach sees that she's dead and oh my god he takes the weapon out of the locker and the girls are freaking out it's Vanna White and her friend and oh my god oh my god Kevin all right what a complicated confrontation so we've got the coach and Kevin meeting each other face to face in the locker room both of them think the other one is the killer. So they're sort of getting into a fight. Meanwhile, the girls are, are running around yelling about the killer. No one seems to care here, by the way. Okay. I have to say, the music playing right now is beautiful. It is. And what is the first movie that pops into your head when you hear this? Um, I would say E.C. What would you say? The exact same thing. Well, and well. If I could pick another one, it would be Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, for sure. I, I think that Graduation Day really inspired, you know, the musician to score uh, feature films. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll have Spielberg on an upcoming episode and we'll oh, talk sure. about We will talk <laughs> but... um, We will, though. Because I'm not joking, it's really, really good music, and like the score of it, um, you know, intense See, silence. We we kind of have this running theory here. Uh, we believe that slashers inspired everything good, and if we took a time machine back in time, we would see the secrets of the slasher movies on the walls of the pyramids. Hieroglyphics. Um, at heart. Absolutely right? we would. And I I honestly think people probably did see something that, and kind of ran with it and thought, well, nobody's gonna like see this slasher and think anything, so I'll just keep going with it. Hey, they this? ran with it. And speaking of running, oh no. You know, the, the overall track of this movie. Yes. Um is excellent it it carved out if you will a niche for itself because like all good slasher movies it has something that none of the others have oh absolutely 
Um, yeah, we start with running. And by the way, the coach freaked out and just ran very quickly, by the way, um, like right across the street into the park, into the, into the um, woods. And Kevin, you know, the boyfriend, Laura, who died, yeah. running after. And, and um, the sister was just kind of out there like, what's going on? So confrontation number two in the woods, Kevin and George Michael. Well, and Anne, who's like trying to, I think There's she's trying to run woods. after and see. Oh my God. Okay. Hey. Um, Kevin just said though to the coach, I'm going to make you pay. So I think, you know, he's obviously still really hurt about Laura and we are cutting back like Kevin's running and um, Anne and um, Melting Brew Beer's running as well. Yes, he is. Do you, can you please tell me how you feel about the leg openings on the suits of that time? Do you, do you think that uh, the wide leg openings are good or do you think that a more like um, tapered leg opening is good? Like you the tell bell me, bottoms? Like, what kind of should I <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to the pants on oh these my suits, God. like, what do you think as far as they go? For you, I would love to see bell bottoms. That'd be amazing. Okay, because that's always a, a very intense choice that a guy has to make, like how big of leg openings and how much taper and stuff. Oh, uh, like, I mean... Because that suit was... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. That was an open in an open relationship amazing oh my god look oh my god it's kevin it's kevin hey we've Ugh. got the reveal killer kevin reveal is the kill oh god look at him just <gasps> it too. so okay we've got the coach and and coach is like oh my god you did it and kevin's like oh boom yeah because they had to be punished laura died running and like you all just taxed her and made her exhausted and I just want her to, oh, Kevin breaks out the stopwatch. Boom. And he's like, you're next, pal. Pally. Because, by the way, who's at their feet right now? Um, Jock Boy with his football. Okay. They are circling around in Ooh. a Duel, um, classic Western filmmaking styles on display here, by the way. Love it. The camera goes on the first guy, the camera goes on the second guy. They're twirling around in a circle. They're about to face off. They're about to get violent. There are dead bodies on the ground, and all of whom are people that Kevin killed. And we're kind of shocked right now because Kevin's the killer. Laura's <laughs> boyfriend. Laura's boyfriend? Where the heck was Kevin even? And it's like all of a sudden Kevin's here and he's sold. He's like, today, today. And, and, and how about that too? Like what you just said, where has Kevin been during this movie? Oh no. Oh. Oh, and the police. The classic situation. And he sees that Kevin, you know, the coach is trying to fight back. Good. How Look. tragic. The police Ooh. show up and they shoot the wrong guy. 
Yep. Uh, if anyone could even imagine such a thing happening, <laughs> that just happened crazy. here, and now the coach is dead, and Kevin is playing the role. He's pretending to be innocent. Yeah. The cop still has his melting root beer slash tanning <laughs> seashell suit on. Oh slash Siamese tie. Okay, exactly. cut back to school. We got Blondie, the secretary. Uh, she's in soliloquy yep. about whatever. And Anne's there. About whatever. <laughs> oh, God. oh, snap. Okay. Sweet. So Anne came to Blondie to pick up Laura's trophy. And... Blondie says, well, Kevin came earlier to pick it up, and he said you wanted him to, so Anne is, I think, piecing together the real story um, that Kevin hmm. because, or stop, she's, she's thinking, you know, something's happening because obviously that's wrong, so she's now, oh, we're now back in um, Kevin's, Kevin's house museum <laughs> his museum <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious look at yeah. all this it's crazy but it's really cool i would actually really oh. love that house <gasps> uh-oh hey, the... uh kevin's grandma uh-oh kevin's grandmama is still alive i don't know she's kind of slumped over and the the tv is just flickering it, like the light is flickering on her face which is a nice touch, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm really actually interested. I wonder if any of the, these things were picked, like these statues, for any kind of purpose. You know, because they're very specific, like images and, and pots and paintings. I think it'd be kind of cool. I agree. And they all happen to be from either the greek or roman eras yeah. of art and architecture so perhaps this film is making a statement that uh, it is uh. important within, <laughs> within <laughs> the annals of uh, western civilization yes you know i think it is it is trying to make that statement as if slashers house the wisdom of western civilization Right, so I'm just wondering, is there a sequel to this? Is there a graduation too somewhere? <laughs> and if so, is it subtitled The Parthenon? <laughs> graduation 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. Featuring Felony. <laughs> Featuring Felony. Oh, perfect. Okay, so, but... <laughs> Not a lot was missed there. Don't worry, people, if you're listening and not watching, because Anne was just going up the stairs that whole time in a cool way. I, because I have to say, oh yeah, she's cool. She's cool. She's cool. But I have to say, like the editing of this film is actually. Hey, look at this. The hell is this? <laughs> oh God! Oh God! It's Laura. Oh Jesus. Okay. Um. So Anne walks into Kevin's room and Laura's corpse is in a graduation half and gown by the window. The first time that we've seen or heard about Laura in a very long time. 
Of course, the original track star, the girl who died in the beginning in the ubiquitous past event. Now her body's here in Kevin's room. It's being preserved in an awkward way. And Kevin now is giving his his explanation. He's He's giving... the speech, which we might put in the glossary. The I think speech. So too. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The, um, the, like, reasoning. <gasps> oh, God. So, oh, you know what, though? Uh, hindsight, when Anne was at his house earlier looking at the, the photos of Laura, Kevin said, she'll always be with me. And she was upstairs the whole time. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, so we got my. Some side stuff. Oh, my God. Hey, look, at, look at all these swords. We've got a couple of uh, katanas, a couple of Roman axes, a couple of scimitars. Nice. Very interesting room here that Kevin has. And now here's a showdown between Kevin and Anne. Oh, my uh, God. I guess they're about to fight. He has some sort of Bowie knife. And she, of course, though, is trained. (laughs) She's trained. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Check it out. She she pushed the chair. And Laura, like, flies out of it. And she and Kevin, like, she flies into Kevin and pushes Kevin out the window. So now Laura's body wow. and Kevin are like, they went through the window and they landed on the ground. Kevin's dead. Oh, God. And more of this music, this incredibly E.T. music. It's really, really good. I'm just going to say, like the soundtrack, the score, everything Wait. is perfect. Um, Excuse me. Wait, so Kevin didn't die. He no, just Kevin didn't die. Um, all of a sudden, Kevin's just carrying Laura's body like. As if, you know, across the threshold there. Oh, yeah. It's like wedding night. Oh, look at this. Oh. So as Anne is running down the street, running away from this situation and running for her life, he's having flashbacks and we're paralleling the situation with Laura as she was running to the goal when she ultimately met her end. Meanwhile, we've still got the mm. E.T. music slash Peewee's Big Adventure music. Beautiful. But it's haunting, and it's kind of intense. It's like, the drums are coming in with the violin. And, and also, um, did you notice that a lot of people are wearing yellow and a lot of the cars are yellow? Yes. It's super they're, intense. They're doing the this yellow thing. Oh, they really are, though. Oh, check this out. So now she's running across the field. And wow. we, we hear from the past, we hear the chanting of Laura, you know, Laura, she's like running to win the race. And so we just see Laura's face and then Anne's face. Oh, God. And it's like the same exact place. And I think Anne, though, was also, I mean, she's she's trained, obviously. She's in really good shape being in the Navy. But I think she was also right. in track when she was in high school. Uh, yes, uh, she actually went to the same high school here, and in her day, she was in the same position that Laura was in right, right. before she died. Right. So she was the head runner. Oh, that's so interesting. And the dash specialist. Here we are, more POV, 
the killer is approaching Anne, or is it the killer? Is it? Yep, yeah, it is. It's old Kev. Boom. His... Confrontation continues. Oh, oh, the pose! Oh! Okay, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Look at the stance and the posing. I'm sorry. That's my favorite We have favorite a lot of posing thing. in this movie. My I love it. My favorite thing. Because when he's in the sweats or when he's like just in his jeans, apparently. Look, he just know. did it again. Oh, the slide. You can't even help it. The slide and like. Oh my God. I think Henderson again. Baseball. It... Oh, look he's doing it again. Wow. He just moves so quickly between like. Maybe it's the blues man in him, you know, from oh, earlier. And my my apologies, <laughs> folks. I forgot to let everybody know we are in the sequence. We've been in the sequence for a while. Oh, we've been in sequence ever since Anne went to Kevin's house and started yeah. started, you know, knowing what's up. Boom. So we have good. an extra long sequence. <laughs> yes, we do. The cat and mouse, like, you know, the the we know that she's She's our girl now. Like we've we've kind of had hints at it, and now we know she's our girl. She's final, final girl. girl. Yep. She's she's military chick. She's a martial artist on the side. She's mm. Laura's older sister. She's a former student at this high school. She was on the track team with George Michaels as the coach, and she's the final girl. And we're in the sequence. Yep. She's running. She's facing the killer. Who does the the best? Like here I am pose. Okay, this is good. Wow, this right, is so good. Be, because this has never happened before or since, this might be a challenge to describe. But let's take a stab at it, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, basically, the killer, who is Kevin, just confronted Anne, who is the final girl. He had his ultimate attempt of trying to kill her. She avoided it. He got impaled on the same spikes that impaled another victim whose body was now pinned to the inside of a locker. So Kevin gets pushed against the locker, falls into a body with spikes in it, and those same spikes go into him. Boom. Okay. We and, have uh, challenged language on many levels tonight, but if anyone is still hanging with us, you guys better give yourselves a pat on the back and take a drink because Slashes and Suits is where it's at. Oh, man, that was good. Oh, everything from, boom, the, the like, the slasher squat, maybe, is what he was doing. The slasher squat, yes. Yep. Now, what's happening here of an extremely intense moment with Anne and her mom. Oh, I love this because it's, it's again, what happens, you know, we, we've seen it over and over. We have that kind of sigh of relief. Oh, everything's going to be fine again. Like the killer is dead. Now we're going to, to be all peaceful and everything's okay. And Anne is going to sleep, Yes. you know? And so it's like setting us up a little bit for, well, our, are things really okay? Like, is this, is this the end? So, Anne is asleep now, and we hear some church bells or something, and it's nighttime, and it's doing this really cool slow pan from the bed to the bedroom door. 
And by the way, this sequence is incredible because we still have a lot of tension, even though we're obviously at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like and... I said, I mean, the pacing, the suspense. Gosh, you know, you told me so many times about the way that this movie is filmed and how good it is. I, I cannot agree more. Oh. This is utterly incredible or actually i should say utterly fantastic oh no look hey okay wait he's still he's still alive. kevin popped through the door kevin's in the door kevin's in the house so kevin's in the room he's still alive oh my god and he's all like zombie what with all those wounds he's bloody hell like 86 oh my god dug up from the grave oh. Oh, that was so cool! Oh my god, it was just a hallucination, and in actuality, it was her stepfather who walked in the room. He's holding an empty whiskey bottle, but she saw Kevin with a knife. But it's not real, and so her mom walks in the room, she takes out her husband out of the room. Oh my god, you gotta oh, forgive okay. Oh. So, this is one of those situations where even though we have an ending, oh my god, that was amazing! It's not a peaceful ending by no. any means. Um, <laughs> seamless, the least, right? <laughs> seamless transition though between you know the Kevin like nightmare to the reality of um, the stepdad, like just yeah. perfect editing, by the way. And. Her vacation is over. Oh, oh! Listen to this music. So Anne is getting in a cab Boom. with her suitcase in the morning, and she came to do what she wanted. And dang, had you know had an experience, a sequence as a final girl. And now oh, she's and all... by the way, this shot right here. Boom! Boom! boom. I oh, actually recognize that as uh, Pasadena. No just way. For the record. Oh, that's great. They're they're filming in Pasadena, and a couple of shots were in Monrovia. Oh, um, for anyone who cares about California stuff, uh, they smiled right now. But yeah. here, here, here we go. She's going back to her old life. Fade to the credits. Fade to the credits, the credits and are it, in red. It's so great. Like it, it stops. The music. With, oh, the music, but the the taxi like screen stops you know and it's just still where the sign at the town you know just for the town saying happy graduation day and then like credits are rolling to an another yeah. another amazing just amazing song as what is the this credit roll and the movie takes its toll we realize that this movie is not just half of a slasher, this is a whole. Oh, it's like whole and a half. <laughs> <laughs> One and a half, and we cry and we laugh. Oh, so and good. And we sing. Excuse and we me. Ring. I was having a party. Uh, listen to this. So funky and groovy. Would you drive around to this music? Heck yeah, I would. Oh, boom. And oh, I didn't see that last time. Oh my god, the stopwatch at the end. Excuse the stopwatch me. at the end. 
The stopwatch the stop clicks at the, at the end. I didn't see that last time. The stopwatch clicked at the end. Wow, a very nice touch. Uh, amazing. I'm like, that was so Oh good. my god. <laughs> it, it's, it's, all right, so we just went on a very heavy trip. Oh my god, and so now we're gonna have to unpack it. Okay, so <laughs> I have to say though before that you can tell that like we've been watching shows together because <laughs> hey, yeah. Sue, the next up after graduation day was Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you did that. That just, I, okay. <laughs> that I, is your, I wasn't going to say anything. That is your fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but that is my fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yes, yes, and and just to clarify, uh, we're watching Graduation Day on Amazon Prime, and yep. as as the movie was ending, they suggested that the next thing we should watch is Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> and that and is my fault. It's it my is fault. So Heisu okay. has like really been pushing for Beavis and Butthead lately, and yeah. I kind I'm a dar like I'm hardcore Daria. I'm a Daria fan forever. Yes, the best one of them all, and you know more about it than anyone I've ever met. Uh, I love it, but I do. I will say I do. I do really appreciate King of the Hill as well, as far as like breakout Beavis and Butthead shows. Yeah, because it's it's so good. Hank Hill is amazing, but I've really not been like a Beavis and Butthead fan, and so I finally kind of gave in. And we were uh -huh. watching it, <laughs> and it was pretty fun. I I have to say. Now you're a fan. Come to butthead. <laughs> you are a fan. You're a full blown Beavis and Butthead fan. Oh my god, it was it was pretty funny. So good. This yes. is really really good. <laughs> so seeing um, the top of the mountain. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. And, we may do like a uh, like an offshoot of the show here to oh, review God. those episodes, but you know, we'll see. That we'll would see. Be we'll hilarious. Yeah, I think it that might actually work. Well, you we'll would probably be... have to uh, put you it behind the paywall. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it'd be oh Patreon only. Um, yeah, <laughs> because you you would be totally butthead, and I would be Beavis, of course. Yep. 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 And this might be a revelation we're having right now. So stay no, tuned. No, no, no. <laughs> this actually might be the greatest thing in the history of podcasts. No, no. But for now, speaking of the greatest thing in the history of podcasts, the movie we just watched is Graduation Day. Graduation Day. Day. <laughs> 1981. And we both love this movie. We love this movie. In fact, we're still reeling from it. Yay. We're still reeling from it. Um, Amazing. I, I, I'm like trying to sort everything out before I even begin okay. to get into ratings. Because my, like, there's so much more important things than ratings. For example, we had all of the motifs. We had all of the genre iconography. We had all of the paper airplanes. Oh, all of the paper. Airplanes. What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna give it to you straight. My graduation day. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so here's the thing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, I was going in kind of forgetting the movie, actually, from, from not having mm -hmm. seen it in a while. And the second the song came on and I kind of like put it back together you know with the music and, and it, it was a really cool experience though because every time something like right before something happened something big happened I would remember it so the movie was coming back to me in pieces a little yeah. bit like the editing so like it's kind of fast flashy editing which I actually really think works well for this particular movie style and energy but I was getting those like flashes of memories of watching this movie at the same time so I was just having so much fun with oh. it I loved it wow um so I thought that was really cool and then aside from that though just basic uh movie timing I give it an A plus for its pacing and oh god yes like we were just talking about it it has great yeah. movement it's very easy to get caught up in because it, it moves really well through the different scenes through the story through the plot like there's clearly you know the beginning middle end sequence you know the chase um the reveal and it's it's a party the felony as the band it's really really good music it's yes. really fun and yes. And there are breaks in it, I think, that invite you into the party, like the random break dancing, the roller skating, um, the choir singer who is just over the top ridiculous. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who I actually, it, I don't think it is, but it definitely sounds like the, um, the rat in Charlotte's Club. Yes, I agree with you 100% on that. And we're actually going to have to do some research on that because I so. want to prove. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Templeton. Templeton. Yes, Templeton. So because of the, the way that he sings. Hey! A fair is a fair. It's Morgansport, Morgansport, Morgansport. Morgansport. So definitely reminds me of that like style. So for that, another A+. Um... Honestly, too, the the kids, weirdly enough, it's not like the tightest, greatest group of friends, but I actually really think Dolores is very charming um, for, for whatever reason that is. Maybe that's just her as, as a person. She brings mm -hmm. something that I, I really like to her character. Um, the gymnast, you know, aside from, from her reactions and like her delivery style, I thought it was just a cutie pie. I love watching, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, just love watching her routine on the bars. Uh, I, that That's a really cool element to include. You know, they didn't have to, especially for a slasher, but they give her a lot of time to showcase that talent. Um, yes. So, and then Kevin. I have, I, I have two things like kind of going on about Kevin. I really, really thought it was Anne. I really thought the killer was Anne. And I was pretty surprised <laughs> that it turned out to be Kevin because I kind of forgot about Kevin. And I, I love that they did that. He was kind of in the background and Anne was the one who was 
creeping around and she had the sleds yeah. and the gloves <laughs> and it's like so that was interesting and honestly when he has the sleds though and he does the the slasher squat in the woods and then just runs as fast as humanly possible for some reason God damn the slasher squat it's is the new thing <laughs> it's maybe <laughs> one of my top 10 favorite yeah like just slasher things i don't even know what to call it like his his just aura of the fence yeah. mask is what i'll yep. call it uh -huh. <laughs> aura of the, the aura fencing of mask. The fence yeah exactly so <laughs> i would say that's like you know the ineffable <laughs> quality Absolutely. Uh, that slashers bring uh, to cinema uh so i mean i honestly have like zero complaints about this movie and and i love that what if i may ask is your rating of this that's so movie. hard i know i'm stalling because <laughs> i want to know what you think about it too well all right i'll give you my thoughts and then we'll both give them we're rating okay cool so i thought this movie was absolutely incredible there is almost nothing negative i can say about it i like the pacing i like the characters i like the ubiquitous past events I liked the unique things they did. I like how they played with high school culture in a way that was extreme. They delved deep into the track culture. Everyone's focused on the track meet, okay? And they also had all of the things we love. They have the clothes, they have the vibes, they have the way of talking, the yes. way of acting, the way of being. Okay, and the pacing. <laughs> the pacing. See, that's how you know this is a good movie because only a good movie can turn me into a valley girl. <laughs> it's like wherever we go, regardless of everything, the yeah. fact that we grew up in SoCal just <laughs> it will never go away <laughs> no that would never go away and um oh god by the way I, because i spotted some palm trees and everyone noticed too like no. when i spot the palm trees it's over i'm looking at exactly what street corner you're on i saw pasadena i saw oh, yeah. some Monrovia. oh i know okay the I... gymnast in this movie speaking of the characters the gymnast like you said she's adorable yeah she's adorable so We've got her, and we've got Dolores, who is, like, the most existentially relevant character in this movie. Which, I gotta say... She knows say, what she is. Like, usually, that would be the most hated character. Yeah. Yeah. So, 100%. testament to her charisma. Her charisma is completely off the charts. We've yep. seen Dolores' in other movies. But you're not going to see us talk about them the way we talk about this. No way. Because <laughs> there's, there's no reason. I mean, <laughs> we have the ultimate Dolores here. We have Scary Manilow, a.k.a. Gary Manilow, oh a.k.a. God. Perry Manilow, a.k.a. Perfect. Canary Manilow. Oh, the Canary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have paper airplane collars. We have oh my leisure God. suits. Yes. We have a band. 
called Felony. Oh, the band fell. I don't know that we could ever give enough credit to the house bands that the play. House. We're going to have to do a whole episode on that. I think because, we should. Do you think that this movie would have been anywhere near as cool? No way. Without- um, first of all, you lose literally half of the footage, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's what hooked that's what hooked you like yeah. when we when we were children watching this movie one of the very first things we did was bob our head to the music absolutely we, and we just bobbed our head bobbed our heads and you know what's so sad though this is what new year's evil could have been i mean as far as integrating a oh, band that is the oh. epitome of what this is that so, is Siskel. That's what I'm saying. Square. And that's why we had to veto. With Pixie Dust. Because New Year's Evil should have been. It should have been. Our favorite movie. It should should have been been our favorite movie for for the reasons we've stated. But, But New Year's Evil failed and Graduation Day succeeded. Oh, absolutely. Look at the stuff it made us talk about. I, I don't think there's anything that we didn't cover with regard to the slasher movie tonight. I, I think we literally talked mm-hmm. about everything. That is how you know that we oh, yeah. were watching a damn good movie. Oh, absolutely. Because even with um, like co- costume or whatever, uh, yeah. I would say the fencing mask was pretty much the mask, but it was more about the gloves and the, the sweatsuit because... It's so universal. We saw so many people in sweat, in gray sweats. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was that's kind of cool to me. Something that you can pick up easily. Something that you could you know wear for Halloween. I really that is in that's part of my rating because I I do really appreciate something that can be replicated. I think that's a part of the fun. I agree one hundred percent. And can we break down the red herrings? Okay. Oh. So starting with red herring number one, we have the coach. coach. We had uh, gray sweatsuits, black gloves, and a stopwatch. Uh, and then we what? had Anne. Anne, red herring number two. She opened her suitcase, and right in front of the camera, we see gray sweats, black gloves, stopwatch. So who's the killer? Oh, wait, and and principal stopwatch. Principal George Michaels. No, stopwatch, that's the coach. <laughs> who is also the coach? <laughs> George Michaels. Hey, it's like the only situation where the principal is also the coach. No, he's not the coach. Oh, he's not the coach. <laughs> oh my God! You see, I I did it. You did it so again. Let's. You, Let's get into that. Let's you get into that. always are like <laughs> you. <laughs> when people are wearing similar suits, it happens every time. This I know. Is my, I like know. one of my favorite things that you do. It's always. It so, is always <laughs> like the two main like authority figures. <laughs> uh, in slasher movies. There oh, are that's people my favorite thing. who look I, similar. 
And I treat titties are the exact same person. The exact same person. And that's my bad. Like, every I time. that they're the same person. Every time. Oh so, my God, in, like this, in this movie, I oh confused the coach for the principal. Okay, the, I did it again. The principal is the one. He, he's the Trout de Ching. Oh, he's the Trout de Ching. And yeah. he's, he's a blondie. The coach is the one who has Mr. Potato Head hair. Right. So, <laughs> you said that if you could remove the Potato Head hair and replace it with <laughs> one thing, you would replace it with Biff Tannen, 1985 hair. Yes, absolutely, as he's waxing the car. Okay. Can I tell you the hair that I would replace him with? Yes, please. Billy Idol. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I agree. Oh my god. So incredibly funny. Can you see it? And it would contrast with his outfits. <sighs> so, everybody wants to be a winner. Everybody wants to be a winner. <laughs> and we are winners tonight. And anyone who watches this movie is a winner. It's just, it's a party. This movie is a slasher. And it's also an adventure. What it is, is Lord of the Rings. As, yeah, a, exactly. as a party. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We had all of the arcs of it. We had Lord of the Rings happen. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the ubiquitous past event. Look, the prologue was nothing short of The Hobbit. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, hair like all on of the emotions. Of <laughs> mm -hmm. No, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's another thing. Oh, the past event. This one gets me. This this one is really special. I think because. Yeah, um, the the girl who plays Laura, who looks like Winnie Cooper, she does a fantastic job. It, it's really, really scary. It's really shocking and, and just devastating when you see her running and then you hear the heartbeat, um, like speed up faster and faster, and then you see her just flailing and she really does a good job of just like her limbs kind of just go everywhere and she just collapses and it's so sad. So how how interesting is this? The best actor in this entire movie only had parts <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah, for sure. Laura Laura was the best. She really was. She yeah. I mean, ooh, so so good. And uh also I like weaving in the story of Laura uh parallel to Anne. I think that's a really cool creative choice in editing of, of going back you know flashing to laura's face and then back to Anne, and then and really keeping the spirit of laura through the entire movie the spirit of laura okay and this is another important thing in some of these slashers the ones that have soul mm -hmm. you'll find spirit of so-and-so and this so-and-so yep. has to be laura and she is ubiquitous okay she's sure. not just a past event she is a present event she is a future event oh and she is 
the goddamn universe. It's and true. In graduation day, Laura pushed the entire thing forward, made it so that we can even have a movie, mm-hmm. inspired every single thing that took place. She wasn't the final girl, which is funny because normally uh, when this, like, this would be the final girl. She would have been, yep. But but she was the catalyst instead. Yes. And that, that may or may not have been a good choice. Like, can you imagine if they had kept her alive and she'd be the best character? Oh my gosh, she, she would have been the best. Uh, but I do like that if if it couldn't have been her, it was her sister. Like, it, you know, yeah. it's keeping that vibe. And by the way, having like a little older person, like girl, woman. Right, right, right. Final, yeah, be the final one to face the killer. Oh, that's okay. I have to say this too. Like, aside from felony, also points for the score that probably inspired, you know, the great like Spielberg. Um, and also you know, the yeah. plot, you know, who killed Laura Palmer, Mr. David Lynch. Like, I think, <laughs> I think there are some, some little seeds of things in this movie. I think so too. I, I think that they did every single thing right. So, what is your rating? My know. rating is Ooh. really tough. Oh, no. <laughs> because I love so many of these movies and I, I give them ratings I and know. sometimes I give them low ratings and I'm mad at myself but oh. this is graduation day and this is one that I mean can do no wrong oh what's so since there is absolutely no way for my rating to be wrong on this one, unlike every other movie. Okay. <laughs> nine eight. Nine eight. Nine eight is mine too. Yes. Oh, heck yeah! With the nine eight, are you kidding me? Yeah, nine eight. Oh, nine eight. Like this is so nine eight. It's so nine eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come so on. Nine, eight. It's it's just too good it's It's too good on every level it's so fun and the thing about this one is that i like i could just watch it over and over and it's so cool yep every time that we have watched this film we have both gotten new things from it we've Mm -hmm. like thought about it for a long time we think about it after we finish watching it and we discuss this movie you know, there's then, nothing simple about this film. Like, there's a lot no. on here. Then we listen to the music. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. I love it. So, yeah, strong 9-8. You know, I, all the athletes just, yeah, coming in with a strong 9-8 for them. <laughs> yeah, every single person in this movie, the setting soundtrack the pacing the slasher motifs uh every single thing that we have in the glossary of terms happened here you know this movie embodies what the slasher is about and is another fine example of 1981 gosh that is so much fun 
Okay. So, holy smoke. Graduation day gets a 9-8 from both of us. 9-8. Should we say what the next two movies are since we are, yeah. like, super ready to record? I, I think so. Okay. I think that that would only be right. Okay. So, I'm going to tell mine because okay. it's hilarious what happened. <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. yes. So my pick was final exam because we're on a school theme right now. And so we're yeah. going from graduation day to final exam. And Heisu <laughs> was so against it. He's like, it's not going to be good. I hate this movie. Right. Like, it's just like, why are we doing this? And I was like, no, I really, like, <laughs> I think we liked it. Like, I couldn't remember from however many years ago it was that we we were watching 20 i know like the probably like 20 years ago and so i was like i think we liked it i think we should just do it because you know it's, it's on topic and i couldn't remember why that like why it was supposed to be so bad and so okay here's what happened we watched it and it ended up being the best movie ever the best movie ever okay the best movie ever and I will count for that. <laughs> and oh was, my god. I, I was dying. Because hey Sue, you did your thing. I did my thing. I you keep did doing your thing. this thing. You keep doing it. So he's like, <laughs> he's not gonna like something and he ends up loving it. Or he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> this one. Like this one is the best. And he's like, okay, veto the next second. <laughs> and then it sucks. I know. And then he's like veto. So <laughs> What happened with final exam was so much fun though because I had forgotten a lot of it and it ended up being where actually like hey hey Sue your favorite jock is in it and now my favorite by the way right right um, probably the best nerd character with the best probably top five run ever. Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, the best, well, the best nerd ever. Best nerd ever. I mean, he might even, it might be number one best. He's, he might edge Shelly from FTT3 he out might of the way. He getting number one in a couple of categories. So, it's super Slasher intense. Olympics, that's going to be the, oh, the slasher, Patreon episode. Slasher Olympics, like, stick in the landing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and cool final girl, like fun friends. And that was really funny too, because I actually was really enjoying the, the, you know, cast of friends. And that was right. the, the part you thought you're like, oh, final exam. They have nobody. There's like, <laughs> there's nobody. Right. Cool. It was like, you ended up, it ended up being your favorite people. And there's this, there's the greatest yuppie, you know, yacht club, whatever. Yeah. And. The killer is like we're not gonna get into it now, but it's it is oh, actually God. crazy. There's crazy. so much stuff coming up in <gasps> Final Exam. Oh my God! There's so much stuff oh my with God. regard to the genre of Holy and the cast, the motifs, the iconography. We're gonna and actually we're gonna create some controversy. Yes, with we Final are. Exam. We're gonna throw conventions into a loop people yep, yep. um we are getting yeah. loopy with final we exam are getting loopy with final exam and let me tell you about my favorite which is called night school Woo! okay so there's a movie called night school 
This is a few weeks into the future, folks, so don't get too excited. And if you do get too excited, just grab something. Your chair, your counter, grab whatever you can, because this podcast is about to explode. When we cover night school... (laughs) Oh, it's all over. We are set in Boston at... We're, we're doing intellectual stuff. We're going to have like Ooh. the highest level intellectual conversation ever. If anybody who listens to us likes anthropology, um, you better just mark your calendar. Seriously. <laughs> oh, it gets so. I love the topics. Oh my God. The ritual. Um, yeah. The history of, of culture. Like what they're. Okay. It's coming. It's so awesome. And yeah, we're gonna get into it. So this this whole next like from uh, graduation day to final exam to night school, we're gonna be partying. Yeah. No, like it's senior year. <laughs> we we are gonna be partying, and we've got different kinds of profound things going on. Graduation day is going to be our ultimate you know, explosion of school with, with like all things considered. Right. Right. And then final exam is taking it to a Ooh. meta level, which I don't even feel comfortable revealing right I'm now. So I, w- I want to save that excited. for the episode. That was the funniest <laughs> thing though, because it, it even had the ambiance, you know, it had this, nature setting but it was the high school or not the high school but it was college like it was a school setting it had everything you like about slashers and then all of a sudden you're just like oh yeah i really like this movie exactly i oh i thought i wasn't gonna like it but then i loved it what do you know every time just get better and better and better even even i you know someone like myself who was born onto this earth to love slasher movies. Sometimes I get oh. into fun- I get into funk and it's I hate so the movie. Funny. But then I watch it again and I say, "Oh my god, this is 100% wonderful." That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so we're going to find that again very 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 soon final oh, exam. Okay, and then night school is oh. going to be the psychedelic abstract thing okay i can't night school was was really fun because it took us to a whole different place and brings up a lot of questions about uh you know the conversation we had about like justified pills because i got super i got super weird with this one I I was like oh kind of makes sense we alright we do high level stuff with these movies so in in case anybody doesn't know we like to talk about things on a simple level and we like to talk about things on a deep level and we actually like to do everything in between that's why we're slashes and suits but what one thing that we do is is go all out and when it comes to a movie called night school wow everything is on display here we had a conversation of is is this cool or is this not cool 
Yeah, like, oops. <laughs> I we we christened our show. So this is what's interesting. Night school is my, as far as like, justified. You know, if, if in the yeah, realm yeah, of slashers, obviously we're talking about. Yeah, if, you know, if yeah. if any of the rules make sense. Um, yeah. Night school would be my prom night as far as justified killers. Yeah, number you're number one. Which is so bad, but it's yeah. so funny, and it makes total sense, but it's just funny. Oh, oh, it does. It does, and we're going to talk about that a lot oh when God. we do that episode. Oh, no. Uh, we're going to talk about that a lot. Oh, God. But, yeah, we have, like, some of the greatest slasher movies of all time so coming excited. up. It's, it's, it's crazy because we thought that we were going to like run out of steam or something <laughs> yeah right but come on here we are in the thick of it and we've got nothing but excellent movies coming up yeah we're only in 1981 <laughs> we are still in 1981 we have so many good movies left so many good episodes left and, and that's what it is and we haven't even done like proto giallo we oh, haven't even done God. Halloween, by the way, which is a whole other conversation. When we get into proto-slashers, when we get into the Italian giallo, when we get into Halloween, so when we start doing series, we, come on, you want to do the Nightmare on Elm Street series? Oh, I'm going to be roll with us. jumping out the window for yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. So Roll with us. We will take you there. Okay. It's I'll like take you there. I think we we're gonna keep going because everybody wants to be a winner. <laughs> everybody wants to be a winner. A winner. Wants to be a winner. <laughs> a winner. <laughs> Yay. Cool. Nine eight graduation day. Nine eight. A lookout for final exam in high school. Hey, we watched a wonderful movie tonight. Nobody can deny that. We have our cap and a gown in a happening town. Okay, keep your suit on.